Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. Natural disasters. When a natural disaster occurs, especially in your own backyard, it obviously hits you a lot harder. Here in British Columbia, Canada, we have a few natural disasters going on. We have a town called Merritt, completely underwater. We have our Trans-Canada Highway that connects us to the rest of BC, has disintegrated and just collapsed. We have mudslides that have trapped people, 250 people trapped, having to be rescued, stay in the car all night long. We have people that's cars being pushed off the highway and by the mudslide and are trapped uh, in their cars, deep down in the mud, needing to be rescued. There's still continuing to be rain and high winds there, which makes rescuing extremely hard. I was at the ferry terminal waiting to come home yesterday, and I could feel my car shaking by the wind. The rain between the cars, instead of coming down straight because of the wind, was coming sideways, just perfectly sideways. And I was wondering even if we would get on the ferry. Thank God we did. And I'm home and it's beautiful and sunny today. But everywhere we look, there is a disaster going on. One of my daughter's friends is missing and as yet has not turned up. He's somewhere in that mudslide. We don't know if there's a death toll yet. As I said, they're still trying to rescue people. So how do disasters affect us? Well, the you know, the closer they are to home, the more emotional we're going to get by it. Um, my son's restaurant, for instance, it literally looked like it was built on a lake. There was water all around it. And thank God, not much water got in. And um, but they still had to close for the day because you didn't have access to it. It was a foot of water um, all around it. And he was very lucky that it didn't get in because the other day it did. We had 48 hours of just solid torrential rains and it had been raining nonstop uh, at 100%, you know, for the days leading up to it as well. And the ground just couldn't deal with it. Um, literally, you know, all the mud and everything just gave way. And when you look at the Trans-Canada Highway, it looks like somebody's just taken a perfect knife and just cut a whole chunk out of it. So dealing with disasters, it can be really upsetting because, as I said, if it's close to home, it's it's affected that you know maybe somebody you know and um you worry about people you know being away from their homes or being trapped or being lost, and you hear these disasters like earthquakes happening and um, certainly this year with the heat wave, we've had massive heat waves that were killing people. Uh, I think seven hundred people died here in BC, um, mostly elderly, um, that they didn't get to in time through the heat waves that we had. And then you had flooding elsewhere. And then you have places like California, et cetera, that are, are in such drought that they, you know, the hydro plant can't provide the energy anymore. So, 
you know, the planet is shaking us up, folks. It's, it's trying to get us to step up and change things up because we're not being kind to this planet. And Mama Earth is definitely letting it know that she's not happy. Plus, it's in some ways, you know, natural for the weather to play up because that's what it does. And we have become rather complacent in the way that we live, thinking, oh, well, we're all right, Jack. And we don't think about entire towns being flooded. You know, British Columbia, you've got to be kidding, but it happens. Like we've had entire towns burnt through that heat wave. One town was literally burnt down in a matter of minutes. So those natural disasters are always going to be coming, whether they're close or not. And we can't be complacent about them, but at the same time, we can't be too emotional about them. But what we can do is send out good vibrations. We can send out prayers. We can send out some loving. We can send out some goodwill. We can also see if there's any way that we can step up and actually physically do something. Uh, maybe we know it's the Red Cross or some other organization. We can drop a few pennies their way that will help, you know, uh, get people fresh clothes or food or how temporary housing and some people can't go back to their homes if it's burnt down or completely flooded you know that's um that's a lot to deal with so we've seen people come together during crises which is absolutely wonderful and how it should be but we also need to see people coming together on a daily basis being there for one another not just in times of crisis or maybe just times of joy. We need to see people be there on a daily basis. So as we look at all these disasters and we're all right, A, be very grateful for the fact we're all right. And let us look at those less fortunate with compassion. What can we do about it? If financially we can't do anything or physically we can't do anything, we certainly can send out good vibrations. Never underestimate the power of prayer or loving energy sent to people or a city, a town, a group. And let that loving energy be something that can help heal or fortify or strengthen. Never underestimate that power of that prayer or that goodwill. I would like to see humanity not just step up in hard times, but make it something that they're there for all the time. We talk about this all the time in our shows, my interviews with other people, about getting back to the village where neighbors looked out for other people's kids. You know, the phone, hey, Joyce, did you know that Johnny's four blocks down the road? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay, good. Just wanted to check in. Oh, no, I didn't. Thanks for letting me know. And today, everything is about the pressure of having to watch your kid all the time. My daughter has a seven-month-old, and he's most certainly at that stage where he has to be watched all the time, and the only time not is when he's sleeping. And it can be very tiring. Now, back in the day, you know, you need to go and get your hair done, or you need to go and do some shopping, or you need to go and do the, don't worry, I'll watch Johnny for you. And vice versa, that's how it was, and that's how it should be. We need that community. She's in a rural area, and because of COVID, didn't have the, the mass classes physically, hasn't made any friends with people with babies, and is rather isolated. My bestie, my best friend, she and I connected after my son was born, 
her first, my second. And to this day, um, our kids are besties and she's my bestie 37 years later. And we helped each other out, you know, babysat for each other, took kids for the weekend. Um, and even though we lived in different places, those kids grow, grew up kind of looking at them as cousins. Let us reach out more to each other, not just when something happens, but on a daily basis. If you're in an apartment block, knock on the door of your neighbor. How are you doing? Just checking in. Um, leave a notice downstairs. Hey, just hide everyone from such and such. It's letting people know that you see them or you know they're there, that they count. And it's not just about everybody sneaking in to the home and going behind closed doors and oh, I, I don't want to be bothered or I don't want to be responsible or, or I don't really care. Let's care. Let's take a little responsibility. Let's look out for each other. Because if you hear somebody that lives next door has gone through something and you weren't there to help because they didn't feel comfortable reaching out, it's not good, folks. So let us look at what we can do. Um, how we could be there. And it's not just talking about disaster times. It's also times of celebration. How many times have you had something you want to celebrate with someone, some good news, and you just want to tell someone? And yeah, you may have family you can reach out to or friends, but imagine if you don't. Or imagine you are a person that lives behind closed doors, especially with this pandemic. So many people still scared to go out still scared to go mix and mingle with people. There's still so many restrictions. And really, energetically, we need to hug one another. We need that touch. We need that close proximity interaction with one another. That energy passed from one person to the next is imperative to our well-beingness. And we can do so much this way through this medium, through Zoom, through audio, through video calls. Um, and that's wonderful. And vibrationally, we can connect. But it doesn't replace the touch. Whether it's holding arms, holding hands, looking in someone's face, giving them a hug, that vibrational connection has so much power and we are designed to make that connection so if you know somebody who's going through something right now just knocking on the door and saying you know i've just come to check up on you can i give you a hug or if they feel that might be too perverted because you don't know them very well and say i'm just coming to check up on you i just want to know if everything's all right and if you want a hug i'm here let it be their choice if it's someone you know, say, hey, I'm coming to give you a hug whether you need it or not, that you have to be close for that, okay? That touch is important, that connection is important, that sense of community is important. We're going through this disaster right now in BC, but there are many other places in the world that are going through their own disasters. Don't just watch the news and go, oh, ah, oh dear, I'm glad it's not me. Because, of course, we're glad it's not us. We don't want to go through that. But at the same time, we can have empathy and compassion for the people that are. Ask yourself, what can I do? Is there something I can do that can make a difference? Because if there is, then let's step up and do it. it just reaching out or the food bank, you know, dropping food off at the food bank. Um, something, folks, something. Because... 
And there's nothing worse than going through a tragedy, a loss, or, I mean, my house is burnt down. I've had three floods and I've lived through three floods in, in a house and uh, theft and obviously divorce, uh, sickness, uh, death. And what you need at that time is someone who cares. They may not have to say much. They just make you a cup of tea. They're just there. Maybe silence between you, but you can feel that presence. You can feel that support. I know how important it is. My darling bestie took a day off work to come out and help me go through all the fire debris to make a note of what the losses were. And that was overwhelming. Overwhelming to look at all the chart things, the clothes, the toys, the pictures, the this and that. And to have someone there that could help by taking notes and just being your general support really meant a great deal. Shout out to you, Jan. You're a wonderful woman. Let us have friends like that. Let us be friends like that. Because that kind of support lasts a very long time. It's something you don't forget. And it's something that helps you through a hard time. So right now, I'm going to ask whether you just send out goodwill or good vibrations or a prayer for all those suffering in BC, those that are now homeless, those that are still trapped in the mudslide, those that lives have been completely uprooted. And may they find that balance and equilibrium and normalcy again, and may we care enough to be there for them. But that's for me here in BC. Wherever you are in the world, there's something going on in your own area. Step up in some way or other, please, folks. Um, you can always, through Facebook, create a funded page raising money for whoever's lost. You know, there's somebody who's just houses burnt down or somebody who's just got flooded or somebody that's just had everything stolen from them or somebody's animal has just got very sick and we know how much that is. My son's just made 20,000 on getting his dog having a cancer operation. You know, raising some funds for people just to even help them out financially. It doesn't have to be from your pocket. Be there. Ask how. Be there. And realize that sometimes when they're going through this, they don't want to talk. They don't necessarily want to listen. They just want to know you're there. Or even have their, your, your attention diverted into something else, just so that you don't have to deal with what you're dealing with right now. So we ask for your prayers here in BC at the present moment. And wherever you are in the world, if something is going on, do pray or send out good vibrations for all those that are going through it. And may they get through it with your love, with your caring, with their strength, with their tenacity. We can weather these storms. We can, but we need to weather them together. So together, togetherness is where it's at. Caring for other people, not just in times of disaster, but every time, because it really does make a difference, folks, in an enormous way. So this is the show for this week. Next week, I don't know what I'm going to bring to you. We'll see what inspires. Don't forget to tune in to selfdiscoverymedia.com. 
forward slash shows and see all the other shows there or what's new will be all the new shows that come out to you every week. And I really do have some excellent people there. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things that make a difference in your life. So until next time, folks, please be there for each other. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.